0: Hey everyone, welcome to another Postum University Small Bite. On this episode, what the public doesn't know about the rabies virus. Hey guys, John here. Before we get into this episode, I want to give a quick disclaimer that we're gonna cover a little bit of a story that circulated locally about someone recently losing their pet in something traumatic and tragic happening. So if that's something that's going to be sensitive to you, I highly recommend you just pass this episode for now. Vet decapitated dead cat without telling owner. The shocking headline is making its rounds today in New Jersey, and why wouldn't it? It's written to provoke shock and emotion, and it preys on the public's ignorance of rabies and rabies testing procedures throughout the United States. A Hoboken man is suing Red Bank Veterinary Hospital after nurses allegedly failed to disclose that his pet's head would be removed and disposed of following a post-mortem rabies test. The lawsuit reads the cat, Amor, provided an immeasurable emotional support for Mario, the owner, during these trying times. The lawsuit claims that Amor regularly received annual rabies shots and never left his family's fourth floor apartment unit. After suffering from a blood clot disorder, Amor was humanely euthanized on June 25th 2017 after becoming completely limp, and had difficulty breathing. During the euthanasia procedure, Amor had landed a bite that broke the skin on one of the veterinary technicians. The vet explained to Mario that brain tissue would need to be sent out for rabies testing. Approximately five days later, Mario was able to have a viewing for Amor. When he viewed Amor's body for the first time since he passed, he found that Amor had been decapitated, and his head was nowhere to be found. The lawsuit goes on to claim that Mario was not properly advised by anybody from the hospital that this would be happening and has suffered unjust emotional trauma as a result. Does Mario have a case? I'm really not sure, but I can dive into what happened and why. So let's talk about rabies. Rabies is a zoonotic viral disease. This means it can be transmitted from animals to people and vice versa. The rabies virus causes viral encephalitis, which is a severe infection of the brain, causes inflammation, and is almost always fatal if untreated before symptoms first appear. Rabies can incubate in the host for one to three months before invading the brain and salivary glands. Rabies then presents in two phases, furious rabies, that's what we call it, a period of aggression, and then dumb rabies, appearing as being intoxicated and then progressing to paralysis and then death. Rabies is transmitted through the saliva by a bite that breaks the skin from an infectious animal. For this reason, animals that bite a human must be placed on a 10-day quarantine and observed prior to release from quarantine. This 10-day period does not mean the animal does not have rabies at the end of it. It means the animal was not infectious with rabies at the time of the bite. Why is that? Because rabies has a clinical course of less than seven days after symptom onset, and it can be contagious or in the saliva no more than three days prior to symptom onset. That's a total of 10 days. If the animal was, in fact, infectious at the time of the bite, it would have succumbed to the virus before the 10 days had elapsed. If found to be infectious at the time of the bite, The victim will then undergo post-exposure immunization, which is pretty much 100% effective in preventing the disease. So what if the animal can't undergo a 10-day quarantine, or has died shortly after the bite? This brings us back to Amor, the cat. Amor was so unwell that he needed to be euthanized that day. Unfortunately, in situations like this, the only option to ensure the safety of the victim, in this case the veterinary technician, is to submit the head or the entire brain for testing at a state lab. Animals under 2 pounds can be sent as a whole But Amor, being a cat, was probably closer to 15 to 20 pounds. It sounds terribly barbaric, but it is the standard process set forth by the CDC. And while it varies by state, in New Jersey, where Mario is from, it is forbidden for specimens to be returned after testing. There is no easy test to detect rabies. A lab technician must visually inspect the brain matter to determine if the animal was infected. The hospital had likely not disclosed that moor would need to be decapitated because most owners opt for cremation, and knowing such a fact would only further upset the family. I personally worked with Red Bank Veterinary Hospital and believe they acted in good faith in this situation. It's just terribly unfortunate and sad, but I don't think that they were trying to get one over on Mario. I don't think that this was done with any malice. This wasn't barbaric. Everything was done according to how it's written out in New Jersey Title IV and what's required for rabies testing, uh, it's just a really really unfortunate situation and whether or not Mario is entitled to some type of compensation because he was not given a heads up, I don't know. There is no requirement in the law that says that this is how things are need to go, but a judge will have to decide that. So, I hope that Mario finds the peace that he needs to find and I hope that this is fairly figured out and hopefully Red Bank Veterinary Hospital can learn from this and moving forward, give families the proper warning if this is the case. So that's all for this episode. Please vaccinate your pets. Like I said, it is not treatable after symptom onset. Rabies is a very fatal disease, so you want to stay ahead of it. Vaccinations are free. At least in the United States, most states set up rabies clinics that then go on a municipal level, so your township should once a year or a neighboring township open to your township once a year should have a free rabies clinic and go and get your your dog their rabies shot, your cat their rabies shot. It's good for 1 year and then after the 1 year then the next shot is good for 3 years and then every 3 years after that. So it's free, it doesn't cost you anything if you go to one of the clinics. And I couldn't tell you how many times working I would we would get calls for dogs that were bit by raccoons in the backyard. Or got into a fight with a raccoon. And raccoons are a huge rabies vector species. So this is a real concern. If your dog is bit by a raccoon, it's a real problem. And unlike people, if an unvaccinated pet is exposed to rabies, there is no real post-exposure prophylaxis where humans can go get these series of four five vaccines and antibodies. If, a, if your dog is is unvaccinated and exposed to rabies, it's very different. The two options are euthanasia or a strict six-month quarantine and a single dose of rabies vaccine either immediately after or after five of the six months of quarantine. Not very effective in preventing rabies. So chances are if your dog is exposed and not vaccinated, they do not have a good chance of survival. So it's free. Go figure out when your next rabies clinic is. Get your rabies vaccine. It's free. That's all I have for this one. Until next week, class dismissed.